0: Welcome to the Sedona Soul Sister Show. Down-to-earth discussions on spiritual, metaphysical, paranormal, and healing topics. The Sedona Soul Sisters are the most trusted psychic mediums in Sedona. They have offices in Sedona, Arizona, where they see clients from all over the world. And now, today's show. Welcome to the Sedona Soul Sister Show, down-to-earth discussions on metaphysics, spirituality, paranormal, and healing topics. The Sedona Soul Sisters are the most trusted psychic mediums and healers in Sedona, Arizona. We are Rosalind Reynolds, who will probably be popping in any moment, myself, Ivory Lanoue, Terryanne Russell, and Robert Markham. We have offices in Sedona, Arizona, where we see clients from all over the world. I want to say a quick shout out to our listeners in Denmark. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in so frequently. We absolutely love knowing that you're listening to us. Today's topic is creating heaven inside. And if you have questions or comments later, you can send them to us in the email that's in the show description, no matter what platform you're listening or watching on. So, Terri-Ann, I'm going to let you start this topic today.
1: Okay, thank you. Um, so, yeah, I think it couldn't be more appropriate right now at this time, wouldn't you say? Oh, my gosh. Yes, I can't stop
0: thinking about the situation right now.
1: Yeah. So when we were talking, I heard in my head, heaven is an inside job. And I was like, that's so true how often we always defer to the outside, but it really does always come back down to um, what we talk about all the time. And that's our frequency, right?
0: It really is. And, you know, I was thinking about the show last night and again, this morning, this topic today, and the first thing that came to my mind was the feeling that I had when I was briefly on the other side, it's more than just what I saw and what I heard. It's what I felt. Mm -hmm. And what I felt was this feeling I can only express as breathing love. Like I was love, everything was love and I felt instantly any worries. And, And I did had just come out of a very traumatic situation at that point all of that was gone all of my cares were gone and i think that that's very much like spirit describes when they cross over that they they follow their loved ones on earth they know what's going on but they don't have the worry the anxiety anymore and i thought you know we really can make a decision to be love that's what it really is be love
1: I believe that for sure. I believe it's fully a choice in every day and sometimes more than once a day, we need to consciously make that choice, right? Depending
0: on what's going on in our lives. Constantly. I think one of the big ones right now with the war in Ukraine, and I don't want to say war, it is a war, but the, the invasion of Ukraine is that a lot of people are reacting with hatred and fury And I want to kill this person, that person. So that number one is not going to neutralize this, but number two, you're certainly not going to be able to create heaven inside your mind, your soul, your heart, if you are in those low frequencies.
1: And that lowers your frequency. We've talked about that several times and how those frequencies, um, hatred, anger, fear, those are all very low on the frequency scale. And so, you know, sometimes when I say things like, oh, I'm going to send Russia love or whatever, you know, people are like, oh, how how could you do that? Well, very easily because everybody has a soul and regardless of their human choices that they're making at this time, you know, I believe it's my belief that we are consciously creating more of that fear, anger, hatred, the more you delve into what that is. So I believe when we send love and we send peace, we send care and we send compassion. Those are high frequency energies that go out to everywhere.
0: And if you can't bring yourself to do that, if you're not there yet, it's okay. You know, give yourself some time to absorb this. It might be a very new concept for some people listening, watching right now. I suggest you start on a very personal basis so when you think about the things that you are you blame and shame yourself about instead see it through the eyes of love though that's something you can release from your from your soul from your heart and not think about it again because you know we've talked about it before you can't you can't go back and change the past i've made plenty of mistakes i've made some huge mistakes but eventually You have to forgive yourself for that. So I do think forgiveness work is a big part of finding those heavenly feelings inside your mind, in your heart, because it's really, I mean, we're not even talking about like happiness. We'll talk about that next week, but this is about serenity. I think serenity and love and peace. Yeah. And
1: cultivating that because it is a process of cultivation. It's not something that you just go, okay, I'm going to be conscious today. And it's just going to happen. Because when you do things like that, also, there's going to be outside influences that try to trigger you. And being in that space of cultivation of peace, love, serenity from within, I can only describe it. I'm having such a difficult time lately describing um, things that are above 3D, like there aren't, I'm finding like, there are no words. Like when you were talking about that feeling that you got, um, there's like no words that adequately describe it for me. And so I'm having a hard time with the the five dimensional, actually putting that into physicality of words, if you will. So, you know, I get I get that we're going more into this feeling phase. How does that feel to you?
0: I do think there's some, a lot of truth to that. I think about it as how do you describe a color to a person who's never seen? How do you describe sound to a person who's never heard? Mm. So how do you describe fifth dimension experiences to a person who's firmly in the third dimension? And right now, I think there's people living in the second dimension. Mm. It seems like there's a real extreme low frequency going around out there where hatred is spreading, discord, violence. I know part of it is likely this major. I'm not an astrologist. I wish I was. If I had if I had two <laughs> two three more hours a day I would have become that too because I'm really curious about it. But I know that there's a thing we're going through right now and we were warned about it for many years that when that happens that that's a time that there's almost always there's war, discord, disagreements on every level. And to expect that to happen and boom, here it is. We're coming out of it now, but sometimes that's the most powerful effect is when you're starting to come out of it. So we're fighting against that. And we also have the spreading of all this negativity. So the more negativity and low emotions you think about, talk about, express, the more hatred, dense, density of emotions and sadness, depression, anxiety there is in the world. People want to know, what can I do as a single person? I mean, one thing you can do is truly find love in your heart. You know, that unconditional love, not just for the people you already love. That's easy.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, of
0: course you love your children. You love your spouse, your parents, but what about the other people? What about the ones who annoy the heck out of you? What about people that, that our country perceives as enemies when you can find love for them, unconditional love? And I think one way to find that is to say, I see you as just me. I see you as me. You're, you're just a mother, a a grandmother in another country. You care about your family. You're just a parent in another country, trying to protect your kids. You're a person in another country, trying to make a living, trying, you know, losing your business, worrying about how you're going to survive. When you go down to those really human things, in almost all cases, we are all alike. And I think, tuning into that is a real good step towards unconditional love.
1: Yeah. And and the divide, we have to start learning to uh, forego that divide in our world. The divide doesn't exist because we believe differently. So when we start teaching others about, This, it always comes back to what's in here. And it's very difficult for humans to love themselves, to not beat themselves up for things they've done, for things they could have did differently or for making poor choices or whatever it is. You know, it's very hard for us to give ourselves first that love and that feeling of compassion for ourselves. And when we can do that, I really feel when we can start living from our heart space and we learn that that one another, we push that out, right? And so that goes out to the world. And other people start saying, well, how how did you get to this place? How did you get to a place of being embodied in peace? And I'll tell you, it's an everyday process. Also for me, I'm not perfect. I've had a lot of hardship in my life, but how I choose to view it is the other aspect of that. I can live down here. I always said, like when my daughter was very sick, like I could live down here in the hatred and the fear and anxiety, or I can live up here believing that everything will be okay in the end,
0: right? So you have two choices and they they are a choice. That's an excellent point, Terianne, because I really know that coming to that place of serenity in your mind, a big part of it is trust. And so, that is why I think the angels are so adamant with me that I need to spread this message of you know how to communicate with your angels and being able to get their guidance and then trusting it fully because they can see everything happening behind the scenes, everything that's going to happen to you. And I know that's been true for myself. I this this Sunday cup, what is this? Two days from now, I'm discombobulated. On my show, The Angel Room, I'm going to be talking about the dangers of going rogue and I just want to talk about that a little bit because going rogue in this case means you heard and received messages and guidance from your angels, but you decided to ignore it and go it your own way because you want to do what you want to do. I've done it. Oh my gosh, I've done it. And I've learned the hard way that they guided me to do something specific, a way that they wanted me to wait, or they wanted me to get where I was going differently for a very good reason. And me deciding to just do it my way brought a lot of disharmony and trauma into my life. So uh, it's very hard if you're in trauma, if you're in a toxic situation, whether it's at home, at work, it's very hard to find any kind of peace and serenity. If you can't find it within yourself, how are you going to help the world? How are you going to share a higher frequency a peace and love with the world and help this world actually become a place of peace because mm-hmm. we're kidding ourselves. If we think that this invasion of Ukraine is the only invasion, the only war that's been happening, that's just not true. It's been happening in other countries on and on and on all along. So we have been, we're far from a planet of peace, but I do think that more and more countries are starting to see the wisdom of working towards a peaceful planet, working together, helping each other. Oh my gosh, the angels are coming in. As I say this, it's just like with your circle of friends and family, you see the wisdom. Uh, if you're in a healthy situation, you're helping each other. You're there for each other. It makes life so much better. And it, it just feels so good. You have that with your angels. You know, you have that with your angels. If you can't get there on your own, let your angels help you get there. You don't have to be consumed with fear and anxiety all the time.
1: No, that's a good point. Absolutely. And the more you foster that relationship with your angels, your guides, your doorkeeper, your ancestors, whoever it is, your galactic family, right? The more you foster that relationship, the bigger it becomes and the more it grows within you. We're not the same people. I'm going to tell you, even from like three months ago, I am not the same person I've changed drastically in that time period. So as we learn, we're supposed to know better, we're supposed to do better. So if you've had a toxic relationship, and Ivory and I have both been in situations like that. And I know how difficult it is to sit here and say, okay, well, you have to get out of it. It's very difficult to sit here and say that when you're actually in the depths of it. And so separating yourself a little, like we all knew, I knew I had to get out of that situation, how I was going to, I always tried to analytically, you know, try to figure it out. How is this going to happen and when and where, and all those things get involved because I was receiving also the guidance. I was receiving the guidance. I didn't listen to the guidance until they forcibly put it in my face and said, well, now you have no choice.
0: And I get that. I I did. It's kind of the same thing. I'm like, I'm Virgo. I have OCD. I'm a planner. What can I say? So I, when I was in my toxic relationships, I was, even though I was going through chaos, I was trying to make this logical plan. I need this amount of money. I need to be able to get this that in place cuz i had a daughter to think about too just like you and mm-hmm. and she was very young during that first uh toxic relationship i was in but what really did it like this last time was that dream where my angels all came to me and i recognized them and they they were i was in bed as i actually was and they were sitting around me And they were holding my hands and stroking my hair and just really sending this love into me. And my master guide said, you have to leave him to save yourself. And I just started crying and it makes me cry now, but I, I woke up and I knew the truth of that. I had known the truth of that, but I needed to hear that. Like my life was in danger and I had to get out of that situation. I mean, even if besides the physical things, my spirit was being killed my my spirit really was being devastated by being in that relationship so um we're not we're not ignorant of horrific situations we are not we're not airy fairy people like oh just you know think love no it's a process and it is something you got to catch yourself doing regularly you know when you're thinking low frequency thoughts and again just to make it simple Anything negative is a low frequency thought. We're all going to have them. We're all going to have those instant reactions, but catch yourself and think, how can I turn this around? How can I find a way to send love to that person or this situation? If you can't send love, send a blessing because it's really about what it's doing to you as much as what you're doing to the world when you send that out there. I got to tell you, like, I i don't know if you see it, Terry, I'm sure you feel it because you're such an empath like I am, but I sometimes see like this really, and it's not pollution because we don't really have that where we live, not up here, but I'll see this really thick layer of brown. Like you would if you were in Mexico city or, or, you know, Mumbai or something where the pollution is just atrocious, but I'll see that. And it's just seems to be everywhere. And I'm pretty sure it started about the same time that we started realizing that there was a lot more negativity in the world that people were starting to go into these hate thoughts and cycles. Uh, It really is creating this dense energy around our planet. And if you don't like that, you know, do something about it. If you don't, If you can't do it for yourself, do it for your kids, do it for your grandkids, the people that you love, the young people. I worry about them. I do it for my daughter. I do it for my grandsons and my great nieces because I want those kids to grow up and have a better life. I want them to have peace. But I also teach them the processes we're talking about today. It always begins with us. You can't go to anybody and say, I'm here. I'll pay you $400. Give me heaven in my heart. It's not going to work. Here's my fairy wand. No, it doesn't work that way.
1: (laughs) No, I do feel it. I, I think it's very heavy sometimes. And I think for me, that's why a lot of times I need so much downtime. I need to be away from it. I've got to clear, heal, do my work where I am, where I'm at at that particular time, and then send it out. I always build it out. So my city, my, um, county, my state my country and the world. So I always build it out further and further to bring it because I know for me too, I can get caught up in what that is. And then if everybody around you is like that and they're blaming you, well, you did this and you did that and you did this. No, it's about you. How do you react to that? And I can't always react good. I mean, let me be the first to say that if when I'm attacked, probably my first instinct is go to the ego. (laughs) It's very easy for me to defer to the ego and be like, Okay. Well, you attack me now. I'm going to attack you. But I've got to have that awareness now, so I can easily come back up and be like, "Okay, you're attacking me. This is your issue. What you're going through. It has nothing to do with me." And when you start to see things like that, you can see the person in a whole different light and understand that that it's never personally against you.
0: Well, occasionally it is, but I don't think very often at all. No. Most times, if, it's if you doubt most times they're
1: very unhappy with themselves. And oh, so yeah. they're looking for an outlet for that. And if you just happen to be the person there, you're going to be the outlet for that. But it really comes back down to what's in here, right? I remember my son in spirit when he showed me first when I was so devastated and beginning and, and crying and screaming and he was coming to my body. And I feel this overwhelming love and peace that has no explanation that I've never felt in my life. And when you feel things like that, you have got to believe there's something else. There's something else out there. So if you haven't experienced that, and gosh, I hope you never do, but when you do experience something like that, it changes your view of thinking. And we're, we're very much becoming an awakened community, awakened collective. So we're starting to understand there's so much more than what we just see out here. And so when you start to understand that, you understand that we are so much more than we've been taught to believe about ourselves.
0: Absolutely. I know. I I don't know why these things come to me when they do, but last night, probably because yesterday I was in a, either sleeping or in a stupor almost all day. And that's like that Mm -hmm. uh, exhaustion I'm feeling uh, for 10 days now, that's just so much. So uh, some things I'm doing to try to get out of that and get back to my normal energetic level is detox foot baths. And I'm going to go use this machine my friend has that uh, is a biofeedback machine and doing it meditation, doing cl- you know a cleansing, just really going back to super clean diet. And sometimes you have to do that to get toxicity out of your body And I'm not talking about physical things. I'm talking about the emotional things as an empath. And Terry Ann is too. We're affected tremendously about what's going on in our country and the world right now. And it's very hard to survive this. It's very hard to stay on an even keel, let alone help other people. So I'm finding like Terry Ann, I need a lot more alone time. I used to be incredibly social, but I was doing mental health work and it wasn't as draining as this work. Isn't that funny? Like working at a psychiatric hospital wasn't as draining as this work, but this is the truth. So, you know, maybe you're finding yourself wanting to have some more time at home, just home. Maybe you just want to read a book or putter outside in your yard or whatever, work on some projects or or just watch a movie. It's fine. Go with that. Go with it. I think it's your body telling you that it needs to recharge, rebalance, refresh, refresh, that will help you react better and handle better the onslaught of negative energy out there. It's very hard to feel anything close to heaven in your heart, mind, and soul if you're completely tuned into the chaos going on outside of you.
1: Yeah, it's, be- it's very, very difficult. And that's what they keep Throwing at you, and so you get involved in it. And I don't watch the news at all anymore. And people will say, "Well, you bury your head." No, absolutely, I do not bury my head. I'm very aware of what's going on in the world. I just don't watch the news where they manipulate you and try to brainwash you, and it's just another distraction. I, I stay away from that energy, um, and being very energy sensitive. I personally, I know what's going on. Why do I need to see it in front of my face, repeated over and over and over again? And that gets embedded right here in your third eye. And you can see it over and over again. So I think it's very important to get out there. I love to get my hands in the dirt. That's something I love to do. I think it's very grounding for me. I love to garden. I used to garden all the time in New Jersey. And in Arizona, I actually haven't. And I need to get back to it. So if you can do something like that, meditation, I love to meditate. I think it brings you to another place. That is very difficult to get to in the human realm. And so it just opens up those areas where you can be in that bliss state, if you will. And even if it's not heaven, you're cultivating that relationship with yourself. I am such a big um, supporter of cultivating this relationship with yourself.
0: You have you really, I mean, it's just a big part of personal and spiritual growth and those things go hand in hand. Something else just occurred to me when you're talking about all those great ways to discharge this energy, to ground yourself, to find peace and serenity. One of the greatest things I think is a sound healing event. And our friend Sedona Son used to do one in Sedona that Roz and I went to that was wonderful. She'd play harp and she'd have the healing crystal bowls and we would just lay on a mat and listen to this and for an hour and be in that same state you would be in meditation. And afterwards, I could feel the frequency so high. Uh, I've been to a couple others, different ones in Sedona, and I, I had a very similar experience. So if you haven't done that, seek out a sound therapist who does events So it wouldn't be like going in and like, oh, I've got depression. Let me do this for depression. It's going in and just spending an hour absorbing, just being there and absorbing and go with an open mind. But it is a fast uplift to your frequency and your mood. I mean, that goes hand in hand. How can you be low frequency in a great mood?
1: Yeah. And I do that every day. I have my bowls and every day I've been playing them and it just, it, it clears the energy in the room. It uplifts my energy. I'm like you, I've been very tired lately. I think there's a lot going on behind the scenes that my soul is aware of and out there traveling. And, you know, so as the human, the physical part of me is having a very difficult time. The other part of that is we've been trained to believe that we don't need downtime. We've been trained to believe That old male dominated way of thinking is you need to work, 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 work. You need to do this, 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 because you're lucky you have a job and all this other stuff, right? But no, not anymore. You need to rest. Your body is telling you, and if you don't rest, you will be sick. And I've found that over and over and over again.
0: It's definitely true for me. And and I wanted to say, too, like, it's interesting with this exhaustion, like, it's been worse every day. But hand in hand with that, interestingly, seeing far more angels. I mean, normally I see a lot of angels in a day, but just yesterday alone, the sparks and the balls of light were maybe 20. And then three different times I saw white wings. Oh, I feel the angels as I say this. Mm -hmm. I feel them coming in. I saw white, tall white wings to the left of me and then later to the right and then to the left. And I'm like, Okay. All right, And then I saw them fluttering up near the ceiling in my bedroom before I went to sleep last night. So the angels are just like all over the place right now, more than ever. Uh, there's something I think I saw it on, it was on your Facebook page, Ann, where you posted that, I'm pretty sure it was you, that in the Ukraine, uh, there was, the Ukrainians have gotten together and they prayed for God and the angels to intervene and and help them. And then this white light came out of the sky and like hit some of the tanks and nobody knows what it was. And like, there was no planes flying over nothing like that. Um, And they really believe it was angelic intervention. And it's funny because we've been talking about how the angels and God, they're all over this situation. They're, they're watching over it. They are keeping a close eye and, They keep saying that with all this negativity going on, not just in Ukraine, but here in our country, around the world, that it's got a purpose and it's leading to something positive. It's leading to the changes that we need. It's painful to go through this. I just keep trusting that. I trust that. And then I send love, you know, eventually it gets easier and easier. That unconditional love is probably takes you to the highest frequency you can go to, So that's a great thing to work towards attaining. Yeah, and that suffering brings growth. I think people
1: are coming to a point in their lives, we're becoming advanced, and we're understanding that what's going on, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right to us, whether it's happening over there, what's going on here in our country. I mean, when you think about it, that we're experiencing things similar to what my grandparents experienced during the Depression. That should not be happening at this time in our country in the year 2022. So if it is happening, we've got to go back and look at what that is about. What have we done wrong? And it's been as a society because we've got to go back to those core values of of community, right? Being with big communities, that's the way it used to be. Growing your own food, taking the time. I mean, there was no you had to work 60, 70, 80 hours a week to pay for a $500,000 house. It wasn't like that. And so if it is now, what is it that's driving that? There's people that are driving it. People are buying things that cost that much. People are working 80 hours a week. And so people are starting to see that's not what I want to do. And I think that's what the pandemic, we've talked about this. I think that's what the pandemic was about, to slow people down, to start to see that this is not the way we want to live our lives anymore.
0: I think it also slows them down to, really start tuning into themselves to give them a chance to go inward. That contemplative meditative time is so crucial. If you're busy all the time, you're with other people all the time. You're not giving yourself the time to achieve what you might probably want to achieve spiritually and personally. You're going to find it very hard to change your habits enough to come to that place of peace and harmony within and being able to send unconditional love to people that our country says are the enemy and are, you know, I mean, there's been times in my adult life where I remember thinking, Oh, so before they were our enemy, now we're told this is our enemy before they were perfectly fine. And it didn't make sense to be then. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of danger in that too, of getting into that us and them, like you said earlier, we need to, we do need to think about one another as brothers and sisters and, People don't always do the right thing. And and we have to remember the people of Russia don't want this war. The people of Russia don't want to invade Ukraine. They're not, they're ashamed, they're horrified of what's going on. So there's no reason to take it out on them. There's no reason to send hatred to these people, but we can definitely look at the people who are making these decisions and send peace to them. Wouldn't you like to have those people find peace and love in their hearts? If we send hatred, we're just reinforcing the qualities that they're already exhibiting. What's to be gained?
1: And it's becoming present then in our life. We're creating that, right? So we are sending that type of energy out. That's what's going to come back to us. And and I don't want that energy in my field. You know, life, I always say life on this planet is hard enough. I'd (laughs) like to have a life for the remainder of my life, however long I'm here. Full of peace and love and serenity everybody should want those things for themselves their families I know I have a son two sons that are aged that could go be sent to war tomorrow to go if that's the way it happened I think that's horrendous why haven't we learned we've have got to start learning another way of dealing with a conflict and starting to see things through those alternative eyes which is Lives up here and within our heart space.
0: Are we going to let the bullies of the world, the Mm -hmm. sociopaths, the narcissists, those with closed hearts and low density frequency, are we going to let them decide what our world's going to be like? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not willing to do that. But I think that's and, part of our process to not sit idly by. That's why
1: we talk about these things on our show. We want to give you the tools so that you have the ability to start being up in these higher frequencies that we always speak about.
0: And something Terry ann was saying earlier, I, I didn't want to forget to say this. It's one of my favorite books, is The Four Agreements. Mm-hmm. And check that out. You can get it in Amazon's And actually, most public libraries carry it. I'm a library nerd, so I would know this. So, that book has a chapter. All the chapters are going to help you. It's a little book, like about this size, easy to read, many chapters. You read a little bit and then you give yourself a few days to process that. But the one I highly recommend, I think is most important, is the chapter that's about don't take things personally. And that's a big one. If you want to find this peace and harmony we're talking about, if you want to find heaven inside yourself, You can't be taking everything personally. Again, like Tyrion said earlier, it's rarely about you. It's almost always about that other person. They're having a bad day. And there's also this truth that you could be a wonderful person and people will hate you for being a wonderful person. They can hate you for doing the work they wish they had the courage to step up and do. They can hate you for being successful, for being nice there's all kinds of things. You're never going to please everybody. So just figure people are going to snap at you. People are going to act badly. And my first thought is always, I'm always a little surprised because it doesn't happen very (laughs) often, but my first reaction is almost always like I pull back and I'm so mystified. Like, where did that come from? And I usually just want to think about it. Sometimes I think about it for days, you know, before I want to address that, if at all if at all. you know, If it's not somebody I have any kind of relationship with, I just roll it off. I mean, it's kind of like weird. (laughs) What was that? But um, if it's somebody you have an ongoing relationship with, you don't want to talk about that when you're reacting. You want to let yourself get back to a place of peace where you're looking at things objectively and think to yourself, what are some possible reasons they might've acted like that, that have nothing to do with you? And it really helps you step out of the emotions and go, oh, okay, yeah, that's true. They're going through a divorce or, you know, their child's been sick or they lost their job. They're probably really worried about money. That's going to help you approach the conversation with them a whole lot more healthy than going, what did you say to me? <laughs> Put your dukes up, you know, <laughs> all yeah, of those you don't things. Do at all.
1: Sometimes, like you said, it's not even, you're not going to change somebody's,
0: Mm -hmm. views
1: or feelings about you. And so if it's an ongoing process, um, it may just be time to just not even address those things. You're not going to be right no matter what you do. And so I find having peace cultivated from within me, it makes my life happier. And it's not burying your head and just ignoring it. It's understanding that You're not going to change everybody's mind. We're not here to save everybody. We're not here to fix everybody. Everybody has to have their own responsibility in there themselves. And then when your consciousness expands, you understand that, right?
0: Absolutely. It's something else I think you could find helpful. Uh, Right now there's, um, I'm just going to put this out there. Don't freak out. Don't clear the shelves of the stores, but my angels are telling me to stock up on food again. So, there's something coming up and I didn't buy a whole crazy amount, but I bought some things, you know, so you have a couple of weeks of canned dry goods on hand. Don't clear the shelves. Please don't do that. I'll feel horrible. No need to do that. However, try to think about why you're going through the things you're going through and trust that your needs will be met. That's a huge one. When I start to go into worry, I immediately stop. Usually my angels are like, that's not productive. (laughs) Like you're right. It's not. And instantly I'll think you're right. You've already, you guys have protected me. You've guided and provided for me up till now. I'm doing exactly what you told me to do. I give my all to it. Why would they not continue to provide? Why would my needs not be met? No, I'm not. I don't expect to become rich and famous. That's not my needs, but my bills are paid. I have decent food to eat. I have a nice roof over my head. I have a car to drive. I have maybe can't afford gas in it as much as I'd want. I'm just, jo- that's a joke right now. <laughs> um, and the other thing is I remind myself of my blessings a lot. I, I think it's so, it cannot be overstated the importance of focusing on the blessings in their life.
1: And that's something I always go back to too. Like you, I'm always like, I know God, the universe, my son and spirit did not bring me this far just to say, "Okay, well, now you're on your own. (laughs) So when I get into (laughs) that space of fear or worry or angst and I do get there, too, you know, it's like it's it's human and those are human emotions. And and they're also um, thought there. It's also conditioned beliefs. We've been conditioned to believe there's not enough. And so, you know, there's kids starving in China. That's what I was told. Eat all your food. There's kids starving in China when I was little. So, you know, there's always going to be things. And if you have those thought forms in you, it's very easy to revert back to that thinking. And so if things are really tumultuous like they are now, it's so important to stay in that place of cultivating that peace within you.
0: Absolutely. No,
1: they have you. It's like a... um, a parachute. If you jump out of an airplane, they're not going to just push you out of the airplane without your parachute. They are here. That's why they're created guides, our master guides, our doorkeepers, our angels. They are here because they know the human life can be so
0: dense and they were provided for us so that we would have support. Absolutely. And for the life of me, I mean, I, I don't understand why some people do what they do. The people who are very resistant to angels. It's so interesting to me. It's like, it's like if somebody contacted you at your office and said, Hey, I have this fabulous professional mentor who really admires your work and wants to help you succeed to the highest level possible. And it's free. And you say, no, I'm not interested in that. They
1: got wings.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, why would you turn down that kind of help that, that level of insight uh, my gosh, I can't even imagine. I mean, I've never had the experience of life without my angel's guidance, but I've come to appreciate it more and more as I get older because I have had those times when I ignored them, when I refused to do what they told me to do and decided I'm going to do something better and different. <laughs> well, it wasn't better. Let me tell you that. But um, I think you can't expect too much of yourself. I mean, you're listening, watching the show now, and these may be new concepts to you, but give yourself chance to absorb it. Be kind and gentle and patient with yourself in making these kind of changes because they're big. I think the hardest thing anybody will ever do outside of some tragedies is to change yourself intentionally and to better yourself with intention. Self-development. And
1: we all have access to this. We're not special. We all have access to this connection with angels and guides and masters and ancestors and galactic beings. We all have that access if we choose to access it. But it starts with raising your frequency and being aware.
0: I think also stepping out of fear. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've had people tell me, I'm, I'm starting to see my angels and it scares me. I'm like, can you verbalize what you're scared about? you know, what do you think is going to happen? I don't know. And I'm like, well, as long as you have the fear, you're not going to experience the things you're telling me you want to experience because that puts up a barrier. So, and they will, they'll just stop because they don't want to scare you, you know, no matter what it is, whether it's ultra terrestrials. Oh, by the way, I think that's what that was in Ukraine with the tank. I think that was ultra terrestrials and ultra terrestrials are extremely high level. extraterrestrials who have the frequency of angels, you know, their, their intentions for us are extremely high, but anyway, I didn't want to forget to tell you that to clarify that because I, you might go, Hey, Ivory on your Facebook page, you said you thought it was this. And I just remembered. So I still think it was that. So some tools for you to take and work on uh, you don't have to be caught up in the madness. Uh, like Terri-Ann said, try not to watch the news. And if you must tune in a little bit, get the highlights once a week. But there's too much fear mongering on the news. It's been that way for decades. They they want to get your attention. They want to get emotions out of you. You don't need any more negative emotions right now. There's plenty of that rolling around all on its own. <laughs> yeah, definitely.
1: Um, Another thing is meditation. We always go back to the meditation. Um, Even if you think you can't meditate, right, you can um, look for guided meditations, things to keep your mind busy. But just even spending five minutes a day helps cultivate that peace within you. Deep breathing. I love doing deep breathing. I do tons of deep breathing work with my clients. It helps to move so much stuff. And it brings in such clarity because nowadays people have this fog going on in their mind. There's so much going on up there. So deep breathing, meditation. What else? Not watching the news.
0: <laughs> Yoga, exercise, getting out in nature, You know, going for walks or just spending time in nature in a place that feeds your soul. All of those things are going to help you discharge some of this. Another thing is detox foot baths. I'm getting one today. It just reminded me I've got detox me foot baths. baths can bring back your energy, can, can bring you back to this rosy glow of health in an hour. It's crazy, amazingly good. So uh, that's something else. And another one is salt baths. If you're really feeling dragged down with the negative emotions, take a salt bath. I, I, I like to throw in a chunk of Himalayan rock salt. I put um, Epsom salts and some drops of lavender essential oil. And I just soak for about an hour. And if you don't have a tub, you can do it in a large basin with your feet. It's going to be better than nothing at all. And it does help. So some tools for you to use and don't feel like you have to be carried along with negative emotions. You know, you really can change how you're feeling inside. And you know, the beautiful thing about that, as you find heaven inside, you're going to help others find it as well. Your frequency, your mood, your energy affects everybody in your presence. And people will start to pick up on it and they'll start to shift to in a positive direction. So help yourself, help the world.
1: Absolutely. Starts with you.
0: One person, one person can change the world. It always does. (laughs) It always does. We want to thank you for watching today, listening today. We really enjoy doing the show for you. And thanks for your questions and comments. It's great to hear from you. Uh, Tune in next week when the topic is happiness, no matter what, goes hand in hand with today's topic. So we're giving you this big, giant two show boost on pulling yourself out of this. In the meantime, We hope you have an enlightening week. Thank you for listening to the Sedona Soul Sisters show. If you'd like more information about the Sedona Soul Sisters and their services, visit their website at SedonaSoulSisters.com. Subscribe to our show here so you don't miss a thing. All of us at Sedona Soul Sisters, Hope you have an enlightening week.